Today is Monday, October 14th, 2019, and this is Daily DVR. Welcome back, everyone, to Daily DVR. Got a special show for you today. You know, recently, DJ Tim Hines has launched a new show called Another Week with his friend Reddy, and they have been bringing it for six weeks now on the DVR Podcast Network, talking about different stuff, not really TV, topical stuff, political stuff, all different kinds of stuff. Uh, it's definitely more adult in nature, so you're going to hear some a uh, little bit of cursing and stuff, not a children's show. Um, but, you know, we're not too nasty or anything like that. We're all good guys. Um, but we had a fun time talking about Martin Scorsese, talking a little bit about Breaking Bad, El Camino, video games, just a whole host phones. And we just we we got into a whole host of stuff. So this is a really great show. I'm really happy and proud to bring this to you. I'm so glad that DJ and Reddy are rocking it with this type of show. It's something a little bit different for the network. Um, so I wanted to bring it over to Daily DVR for a day, give you a chance to listen, get to know these guys, get to know their personalities, and uh, you'll maybe even hear a little different side of me, different side of me. <laughs> um, and I hope you enjoy it. So here is DJ Ready and I on Another, another week. week. Another Week, Another Week Podcast, DJ Ready, Another Week, Another Week. Today's Daily DVR is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today, all October, month-long sale, 20% off DC Comics, DC Comics 20. Man, they have so many awesome products. Actually, I have a great Batman tie that I'm going to be giving away soon. I want to do a couple Batman shows. Um, they have everything that you need and desire to look good, feel good when you step out in the morning. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR. Check out what they have. This is high quality wearable art. Cufflinks.com slash DVR. Use code DC Comics 20 all month long. Go there today. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 7, a special edition of Another Week. That's right, it's not just DJ and Ready this time. We brought in a special guest, our first special guest of the season, and we're doing it big. You know how we do, we talk shit usually about random topics throughout the week, but since our special guest is entertainment-centric, we're going to bring him on. Ready? What's up? You want to introduce our guest? What's up? What's up? Is the one and only Axel Foley from DVR Daily. Yeah, the DVR baby. Podcast Network. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. I'm so excited to be here, guys. This is my favorite new podcast. You're awesome. I love hearing you. It's been wonderful getting to know you, Ready, and listening to DJ Timothy Hinesworth take over the wheels of steel, rock it out with another week. I'm telling you, it's the most exciting thing that happened in the entire summer. I love hearing you guys talk about everything. And I'm super excited to be here, though I'm a little tired because I stayed up till 4.30 in the morning or 4 o'clock watching El Camino. <laughs> As did I. I. You know, different time zone. I was only up till – I was up later till 5, but it all worked out because we got about the same amount of sleep. Uh, yeah. We got, yeah. I think uh, – 
it'll be a good episode, you know, kind of break up the the Florida bashing a little bit and uh, give them a little break. Even though even though we have some Florida shit in the docket, but, I still uh, might bash Florida. <laughs> but yeah, we got some some entertainment stuff. I think we have uh, some you know similar takes and then varying takes on the different kind of entertainment we consume. Um, you know, maybe this episode we'll we'll talk a little bit about Breaking Bad and El Camino. Um, we all watched this cool Netflix movie, the in the Shadow of the Moon. I think all three of us could drop in with a little feedback from Brett. And uh, but before we do that, uh, you know, Axel, you want to uh, just maybe uh, give a little introduction to anybody who hasn't tuned into anything else on the DVR Podcast Network, and you know, just listens to us specifically, and uh, you know, let them yeah. know a little bit about yourself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Let's see. We do a lot of other podcasts, man. I've been covering Mindhunter with Heath Solo. And, of course, you go to DVRpodcast.com to check it all out. Um, We do an episode every day on the Patreon at patreon.com slash DVR. You want to support it all, baby. Monday through Friday, including another week. That gets dropped. Everything's ad-free. We're doing Mindhunter. We just did Veronica Mars, the entire series of Veronica Mars with Ken and Sean came on, and we talked about uh, kind of an overview of everything. We're going to be covering Watchmen. I'm going to be doing two episodes a week of Watchmen, one with Aaron, who I did Lost Mythos and Leftovers DVR, continuing the Damon Lindelof love. That's going to be every Wednesday and every Friday. Roberto, the man, a legendary podcaster from a podcast, Radio Westworld. He covered Lost. He covered Spartacus. He's going to be coming on with me on Friday to dive deeper into Watchmen. And Watchmen is a lot of the stuff I know that you guys have been talking about when it, it's going to dive into the political realm. It's going to be, I think that's going to surprise a lot of people. <clears throat> Excuse me. They don't really realize how political and how deep Watchmen is going to be. I think it's just going to be like, you know, kind of they saw that Zack Snyder movie. They got hypnotized by his horrible filmmaking techniques, uh, which we could talk about when we talk about Batman versus Superman and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, baby, another week. Um, That's all I got. That's what's happening. It's exciting. We just keep rocking out the podcast. We're going to be doing Mandalorian. And, uh, man, I just released DJ Tim Hines and I talking about Star Wars. That was fun. Remember when we did that last year, DJ? Oh, yeah. That was great, We did our our top, our rankings of the films. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. You, uh, about, I guess, a little over a year ago, you decided to go full in open this network yep. and host all these great podcasts so you know it's uh everybody out there who who if you haven't already which you know we've kind of been talking it up because that's our host uh network but yeah go over there dvrpodcast.com axel's a seasoned podcast veteran one of the pioneers I try and uh yeah so it's it's <laughs> you know very entertainment centric you know, yes. TV, film, um, yep. technical stuff. Axel's we did got Bachelor in Paradise. Ready? Do you watch Bachelor? <laughs> I do not watch Bachelor. 
Oh um, man, you have to realize ready ready works a lot. I, I, I'm I work a lot. I have to hand, I have to really pick what I want to watch, and I watch all my stuff on DVR. So I, oh. I don't even get to watch it when it comes yeah. out. I no, no, me neither, man. Or at least if it's on that night, you got to wait 20 minutes because that's how much commercials is in an hour. I never watch commercials, man. I'm not even – I wait. Even for football games, I'll be I'll, – I'll just be like I'd rather not follow along with social media. I'll just wait like 20, 25 minutes and I can watch the whole game. You just hit that 30-second jump button. Yep. That's the best. I like it. But I know I feel you, man. I just – I like to watch that stuff with my wife. That's something that we share together is reality shows. So I'm actually trying to do more of that this year. You might see more of that on DVR Podcast Network. Maybe jumping into some different kind of reality shows too. I was even thinking about covering This Old House. Would you listen to me talk about This Old House? I mean, if, if, <laughs> if, it, was able to, if it was able to be brought in a way where you could give tips on, on like – you know uh, how to build your house. Yeah, because that's, oh, is, uh, that's you know the what? best part I, of this. I show. actually like um, the the house building shows. I love I, them, dude. I like um, the one with uh, what's Fixer Upper? Is that what? Um, what's her name? I was about to say Joanne. What's Chip and Joanna. Chip, Chip and Joanna. There we go. Yeah, I like, I can't I like really, that one. Yeah, I'm not really into them. Uh, they I like, no, okay. What I like else? them. I like the twins. Um, yes, Property I like, Brothers. I like the cute little. Woman from uh, from Detroit, who, who who does a lot of stuff, and I think now she like brings her son into it and stuff. Oh yes, oh man, I can't remember it's the blonde, yes. really skinny. But she gives you a lot of information rather than the yeah, the, she's great. The drama of it, she's more like a this old house than yes. the, the property brothers. Thank you. Th- see, I don't. I'm not a fan of Chip and Joanna. Because it's all about them, their their branding. As a matter of fact, HGTV is giving them the DIY network. So the DIY network, which was an offshoot of HGTV, which showed more like they did um, uh, renovation realities. They, they They tended to do things that were more like shot by the people who were working. It was more kind of like DIY, like people, not the experts on HGTV. Right. But um, being as though cable is, they realized that they were just splintering their audience. So since they run um, Fixer Upper constantly during the day, they just said, let's just give them the channel. So they're going to run Fixer Upper reruns and Chip and Joanna are going to come out with like, Six new show, and it's going to be like lifestyle yeah. show. So, well, their their business game, yeah, it's it's you can't do nothing but respect it. I knew that Chip and Joanna were were off the meter when I saw that they had their own fucking magazine. Yeah, they do. They have their own line of clothes. They have their, own, and then yeah. and then oh towards the towards the end of the the final season. I'm not sure. Maybe it was the second to the last season, but I know. Either the second to the last season or last season, when they finally bought that big ass factory, they didn't even show them like build it. They just showed them that they were finally able to get the property that they wanted, and it was a huge ass factory. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, their money is fucking crazy." So uh, naturally, it would come that if they and they gave them, I, I didn't even know that they gave them the um that network until you just said yeah. that, but. 
it's a no-brainer for them to do that because the way that they move, if they didn't give them that network, they would have lost them. Yes. Yeah, and they, and they would have got their own network. That was all a business move. You know what? You're ready. That is very astute, my friend, because the rumor is that they were going to launch their own digital network yeah. and then try to get it get it on. Like they were going to do that themselves anyway with like probably yeah. outside funding, probably foreign funding. But HGTV swooped in and was like, we're going to basically give you an ownership stake yep. in what the profits that come back from this, uh, commercial profits. And then it's like – you're right. It's like a partnership. Right. That, that's that's what a lot of people wind up doing who yep. they that don't want to lose like people. It's like Oprah, dude. Like, really? It, it's like very it, similar it's, to yeah. – Or Andy it's like Cohen. Oprah, it's like yeah, Oprah. You're right. Oprah, Cohen, listen, it even happened with Tupac when he was going to leave Death Row Records and Suge Knight made, started to make, um, I forgot what it was, Death Row West or whatever it was, something it, that he was given to Tupac. It, and um, it happened with Lil Wayne, he was going to leave and ownership. Baby gave him young money. So yeah. as, soon as, soon as, the, soon as your top artist hits that peak, they know where their money comes from. Yeah. And they're like, listen, we don't want to lose you and... Even though they might have to struggle to get their own network, they're going to get it. And they know their work ethic. They're like, yo, they, it's not like they're going to flop. Yeah. F- flopping well, ain't in there. Flop, yeah. Flopping is not in their thing. So even if they had to do it by themselves and struggle a bit, they're like, we'd rather ride with y'all than not with y'all. Because I don't know who the hell owns HGTV. I know Joanna and Chip. Yeah. And, and, that's the name that sells. They want that brand there. <laughs> That's true. I think it's scripts. I think this, but it's all in the end. The thing that owns all of these is big equity firms, right? Like yeah. it's like just investment. Yeah, so. absolutely. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, that's that's uh, interesting uh, well, thing right there. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. A, I've been thinking about. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of. Um, of particularly like home building. I mean, I think probably my favorite out of all of those um, is building off the grid. And I don't know if you guys have seen that before, but that's when somebody builds that a house. Sh- shows like, outstanding. Yes. They get they, like 12 of their that. friends. They're like, come on, let's yep. go have a work party. And they, and they yeah, go. Yes. I've seen that. And it's like they they build it. There's like nobody around. It'll be yes. like in the middle of the yes. woods. That's off I the seen, grid. Yeah. I, yeah. I've seen some dude. I think he was like in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And he built some, I don't know, it was like some eccentric, crazy, like, two-story mini house. I don't know, it was some, it was bizarre, but it was awesome. I yeah, mean, me, I, me with two kids, you know, I would use that as a clubhouse, but yes, I do like it. I do think it's awesome, though. Yeah, well. I, also, I also like treehouse builders. I, I'm not sure if that's the name of the show. Yes, but that dude is. that builds the yeah. crazy treehouses, yes. those are awesome. Which is strange because it's on Animal Planet. Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's the story of cable, right? Like where all these And the networks, crazy pools. Yeah, the, they, attempt, they attempt to brand themselves and then the next thing you know, they're showing like the most ridiculous reality you, show for like ratings. Like music television. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that turns into the, re, the real world and the road rules and the challenge rules. Right. Well, how they, how they made up with that, and you're absolutely 100% correct, but they... They they fix that shit. 
Oh yeah, they they, they fixed it because they made a, they made a thousand MTVs. So now yeah. you just have to find which MTV actually plays. There's gonna be Rick and Joanna music. one. Then there's gonna be Rick and Joanna two. They're gonna have all types of different. It's channels. so silly, you know. You know what the silliest thing is is that cable still acts like that because there is no um, there's no extra bandwidth like. How they claim, like, we're going to add this channel. Oh, it takes so much to get a channel up. No, it doesn't. It is a it is a stream of information. It is just like the internet. All they have yeah. to do is add it to your stupid guide, and then, bam, you can yeah. access it. It's not hard. Like, literally, your cable could be a million channels, and it would not put that much strain on their system. It's it's silly at this point, but no, you know, it doesn't. They, got, they and, know where the money is, though. They don't want to do that too much. And, and to everybody listening, email us at anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com, and I will tell you how to get a couple of free cable channels for free from your company for free, and they will give it to you. I'm not going to say it right now. Email us. And Ooh, you too. I'll let you two know. This. I'll let you two know off the air. Well, it's hundred hundred percent works. Well, it's kind of yeah. kind of and it's hundred percent legal. It's not no trick. It's not no gimmick. It's not no download nothing on your computer. Well, I I just kind of yeah. was telling uh, Reddy the other day, Axel, about your f- finessing with the the people on customer service. So oh, that's 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 why that's like a that's like my part time job, man. <laughs> I told him you put work in. Anybody who's listened a long time, you know, knows yeah. Axel's his uh, whole his whole system. But I'm getting sick of it, though. I tell you, I'm getting a little bit tired of doing it as I get older. But yeah, because it's like, I, why can't they just do it right the first time? It's like, yeah. why do I have to do this? Well, it's more so me conning them. It's really a con game, <laughs> you know. Um, it's not so much. <laughs> they, they usually are doing right, but it's just basically you finesse you, know, you finesse ring. them. Let's well, you call right up and you say – they say – you know, when the thing says, what are you here to do, you go to cancel my account. And you go right to canceling your account. And when they pick up the phone, they go, well, I really don't want to cancel my account, but I'd like to cancel my account. And then they go, what? You? But don't you – no, I want to cancel it. Cancel it right now. And then they go, what? And then you start talking. <laughs> and then sooner or later, they end up feeling like they saved you as a customer – but you had no intention of canceling your account, right? You're, you know, and uh, it, it, but I also am a nice and and just when I can be honest because I did the customer service racket for years, so I know how it is to be bored sitting in a freaking call center when somebody calls with some personality and makes your day a little bit more interesting. You're, that's golden. You'll give them whatever you can give them. Yeah, I applied that method when I was getting a new phone the other day, and uh, I should have a new phone delivery today, yeah. iPhone 11. So Never be mean. That's the, that's also my thing. I never am mean to the person. I'll be mean to the company. Like, I'll say to them, hey, I know this isn't your fault. You just work there. But my God, what are they doing to you guys? They're making you read these scripts. Like, I'll start saying stuff like that, like, like I work with them or something. And... uh that works very well as well. Yeah, I got I got the woman the other day. In the background, I heard someone talking about uh, whatever the food truck was bringing, and they had yeah. oh they had lobster rolls. So I'm going. I go. 
what's that about lobster rolls? She goes, oh, I'm sorry. My, my coworker is loud. I go, man, you guys are making me hungry. That sounds good. And she's, go. she opened right up. She's like, oh, yeah, well, we had a food truck here today. and It was yeah. really cool. And boom, all of a sudden Dude, I, got, I got refunded on my, my service charge and, and my reconnecting fee and all this shit. <laughs> I was just thinking about this because I mentioned that's it an, once. That's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest scam with cell phones when they go, oh, um, uh, uh, what's it? A connecting fee, like you said, or uh, when you change your phone, like oh. all you're doing is pressing a goddamn button. You charge me thirty dollars to switch my phone, and I'm paying you how much? I'm paying you, and, and it pisses me off because when I buy my phones. I buy my phones in full. So, like my last phone, okay, I bought like a top of the line XS Max. I don't know. I paid like fifteen hundred dollars for it, okay, after tax and everything that I paid you in full, and you're gonna try to you're gonna try to charge me. $30? You ain't charging me shit. How about this? I'm going to take the same $1,500. I'm going to go someplace where they aren't going to give me the $30. And plus, I haven't been with you for how long, and you've never had one late payment. And they always they always drop it. But that's like the biggest scam, like a, 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 a yes. connecting fee. What do you mean a connecting fee? I'm already connected. Like the destination charge when you buy a car. Yeah, they act like they're physically doing something. Wait, you're you fucking really pressing, pay, I- you're pressing a keyboard. Did you really pay fifteen hundred dollars for a phone, homie? Yeah, that's, that's how much. It, that's, that's what they cost. That's how much. Dude, how much I, it let me tell you something. In my entire life, I have only ever paid. I think I paid a hundred something dollars for the phone I got in my hand, and that's yeah, but, it. But okay. you, you also paid monthly for that phone. You, no, you, you, the other phones I got for free. This one I did have to pay monthly for. You're right. This is the only phone that I ever got me to do that the other phones i had but i've had this phone for four years yeah so i don't care you you paid the phone off you essentially probably paid 600 for that phone when it came out yeah you're you're absolutely correct this one i could not scam them because they they they, well that was after i have i'm not in the phone game you probably know better about the phones than me because i gave up on that once i saw that they weren't giving you the phone for 100 percent free and they were jacking it into the monthly price I was like, I can't get away with this because these phones are super expensive. But I just gave up ever well, wanting a great phone well, because I, I hate my phone. Well, I think I used, these phones are a menace to fucking society. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I used to, I used to go through phones. I used to have get multiple. This is before smartphones came out. Before smartphones came out, I used to get a new phone like every two months because I was always into gadgets and stuff. Oh, but man. I also. I also remember when you used to get a new phone and you used to re- – all you had to do was renew your contract. Yes. If you renewed your yes. contract, yep. you would only pay like 100 bucks for your phone That's and shit what, like that. Yes. This so, one I had to pay a little bit more, but they, they – but I, so, I got out of the game, yeah. All right. So I used to do that. Even when I got my, um, my 4S because I only had three iPhones. I had a 4S. That was my first iPhone. And then I had a, a 6 Plus and now the XS Max. Now – with the let's go into the XS Max, even to the six plus. I'm not a person where I don't like paying shit monthly and ha- and this is this is where they get you. I'm a person where I rather lose money than make you more money unless I'm cool with you and I'm making money with you. So where I'm saying that is if me, Axel, and DJ are making money, I'm going to do whatever for us to make the most amount of money. Now, if it comes to me, Axel, and Foley, and we are making Verizon money, I'm not going to try to make Verizon money. And this is what they do. So I have to give you my old phone 
So you're going to knock, hypothetically knock $500 off my bill, right, for a $1,500 phone. But then you're going to sell my old phone for $700, so you're making $200 off of it, plus I have to pay you per month. Then, when I want to get a new phone, I got to give you my old phone back again. Yeah. Uh, fuck that. I have, I have what I call a graveyard. I have a graveyard of phones. I'm not giving that shit back to them. Plus, also, listen, yeah, everybody has everybody's information, all these cameras, all voice listening, facial recognition, 100%. But you know what? I'm not going to make it easy for you to get my shit. You might have it. Can uh-huh. I ask you something, though? Why? Yeah, absolutely. Don't you... I, I, I don't... I have to... Un, I, I got to just get to the heart of here. I don't get the phone obsession. That is, you spent $1,500 on a phone, man. No, like, that blows no, no, my but, but, mind. Okay, but this is this is my thing with, with the phone. Now, I started off by saying I used to be into phones a lot. Okay. I am no longer into phones a lot. I will have this phone until it's probably damn near not compatible anymore or it's running so slow and fucked up that I need a new phone and then I'll get it. So, like this, like this year's iPhone that came out. I got my iPhone last year. I didn't even look at the the keynote that Apple gave, because I don't give a shit. Because I'm not getting it. Uh, it's that depresses me, man. Apple is the worst. I used to love that company when they had a vision. What they did with Final Cut Pro, how they revolutionized film editing. What they did right. with the photos. So so many amazing. The way the Mac was made for artists. Now it's garbage, and the phones are garbage too. I don't give. I, the, I'm am a little bit interested in the new phone because you can actually shoot a movie on it. Um, you were able I, to shoot movies since about doing that, but um, since the seven, I, there's actually a movie. Yeah, that but came this out new that was... one has the depth of field that you actually and you could put lenses on it. Um, that was th- those were cool. Right. You had to put. I was, Soderbergh did a couple movies on that. That was uh, that's the only thing that interests me. But, but when people get so into the phones and they get so into Apple, it's like I just feel like well, like, that's know, because they're on down top. To your corporate, it's overlord. a frenzy. It, 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 yeah, it's ridiculous. It, man. It's, it's because like, they're on top. Let me tell you, it's like ugh. the it's like it's like you listening to this, the radio. Everybody hates the, the best artists. They hate the hottest artists because they play it so much. And yeah, there's but people I don't even who listen see th- to the radio. Right, That's what I'm right. saying. Well, like, what I'm saying is there's people who see through the bullshit like me. I don't yeah. listen to the radio because I can't stand most of it. Oh. And all they do is drill the same shit into your head. Yeah. The whole I thing is Apple is hot, but it's so hot that they keep drilling Apple, 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 and everybody keeps screaming oh. Apple. So everybody says well, that they don't like Apple. But my whole thing is they have to. Samsung does the same shit that Apple does. No, no, does. no. I'm not complaining about – I don't but it's, I it's, have a personal opinion about Apple because of my connection to the editing software and to right. what – Oh yeah, what they did no. twenty years ago for artists. And yeah, and then what they did when they made Final Cut X. But yeah, but yeah. then they, exactly, I, I have really. I have a personal issue with Apple. Let me tell you, I love Apple. Apple is everything, but I hate them. It's yeah. like a it's, it's a like a it's like a wife. Okay, it's like I love you, but I hate you. Like I can't stand you. Well, like it's when you know, let, let me tell you, Apple Apple is like this is what I can't stand with Apple. If and this was my issue with the six plus, I didn't even look at it with the with the XS Max, but I'm pretty sure it's the same shit. Actually, no, it was with the X, XS Max also. Okay, if I get a if you get a brand new iPhone, right, right now, DJ, you're about to get a new one, so maybe you can tell me. Maybe you know this one specification I'm asking for. You might not. What operating system is it compatible with? Uh, thirteen. Oh, no, no, no. What's the oldest one you can have? 
Not iOS. What's the oldest computer to uh, sync it with? Uh, I, Is I, it High Sierra? No, as long as you're running the latest version of iTunes. Okay, which the latest version of iTunes you can only run up on to. Well, no, it's, yeah, not there not, is no more it's, iTunes. It's, it's, there absolutely is a Mac operating system um, that is compatible with. You can't run the old operating system. Where I'm going with this is when I bought my iPhone. Okay, I was able to run it on a Windows XP. I back everything up to my computer. I use my iTunes from my computer. Okay, so you can call me old school or whatever. I, do I the sync same everything exact thing. Every with my computer. Day. I don't so do now, over there. So really? now, if, yeah. yes. So wait, now, wait, 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 hold on a second. Wait, let, just hold on one second, guys. Let's let me stop for and just say this. I just mm-hmm. want to make a few comments. First of all, I don't even know what an iPhone is called. So when you're saying like XX six, I don't even know the. Difference. Those are just the different numbers. Let's so talk I know, galaxy. but I know, but I don't even. This is how little I care about it and how angry it makes me. But <laughs> <laughs> number two is, you literally come home and plug your phone into a computer every day. Every day. Yeah. Well, are you? Well, on, t- are you? Are you? Well, are you smoking meth? Are you on? Are you in Breaking oh, Bad? No. I, <laughs> I, well, well, first why? of all, me. Why would you me, ever need to do that? Because I have, I have over a terabyte. No, is it? Yeah, I have over a terabyte worth of music on my computer. So I'm not repaying for all my music. So I download with iTunes. It's not like Samsung. Oh, I don't with listen to iPhones, music on my phone. You you have yeah. to sync yeah, your music, never to music from there from iTunes. So. Any music that I purchase from iTunes, yes, oh, okay. I so can. This is all about music. I can re I can resync it. But okay, anything else, I understand. And it's the same thing with pictures and stuff, also. And I like to have it back up. If I lose my phone or I break my phone, I'm not paying for iCloud storage space. Yep, I'm, I feel the same way. I'm not I, paying. I'm not. That's an that's an extra bill. So now I got to pay you an extra twenty dollars a month because I have fucking two terabytes of pictures. Like how much is it? Like. So oh. so that's my thing. But where I'm going with this is where Apple gets Apple users, and I can't stand this, is for you to buy an Apple device, for you to sync it to there, you might be able to go back three operating systems, right? You might be able to go back three Mac operating systems. But if I own a Windows computer, I could go back to Windows XP. Or now it's probably Windows 7. But my whole thing is, oh my how many years ago did that come out? You're jerking the main customers. I right now I have my my Mac desktop that I run my music studio off of. I don't even know how, how much money it costs if you took it apart. Okay. Oh one, yeah, because you one, guys are talking about music. I don't even. That's, right. No, that, I'm, that's I'm the same. Lot. So so my my desktop now, which is old. Okay, which ne- after next year I probably won't be able to run the newest operating system on it. Okay, but so because I have an old operating system, I can't sync my phone to it, but I can go sync a. A uh, uh, a phone like when did Windows XP come out in two thousand and two? Yeah. Okay, so I was able to sync my phone, my six plus, to a Windows XP computer, but I that came out two thousand and two. But hypothetically, I couldn't sync it to a, a a Mac that had an operating system from two thousand and ten. That's fucking ridiculous. Like that's where I don't like them. They jerk their customers. Yeah, they, well, they, they jerk their they, customers. They do the but same what I will say the, is, with the pro programs, that's what happened with right, but, with but, Logic and Final Cut. Like you, you know, they started making it 
where you can't b- go backwards with the with the the file. So if I'm working on Final Cut 10 or Logic 10, and I gotta send you or you know or say Axel the file, and he's working on Final Cut 8, it, he can't he can't even open it. Right. Well, well, th- this is the thing. This is the. This is the reason why Apple is so good. I'm going to sum it up right now. Why Apple is so good and why I hate them so much. (laughs) But the reason why they're so good and their stuff works and it does not break, unlike Windows, Apple is a software and a hardware company. Windows is not. Windows makes an operating system, and then Dell makes computers for it. Acer makes computers for it. Samsung makes computers for it. Sony does. So they make make software, and anybody else – oh, Macs cost so much. Macs – I could build a PC that costs as much as a Mac or more. It's what PC you're going to – yeah. If if you sat there and you just go buy the Windows operating system, you could install it on a fucking fucking $300 computer you bought. How's it going to run? It ain't going to run great. But yeah, will it work? Sure, technically it will work. But that's that. the thing. True. There, well, guys, there's, do, maybe there's do you want to talk a little bit about the movie Breaking Bad or something? Because I don't even know yeah. anything of these <laughs> phones. We've already talked yeah. so much about phones. And all I really want to say is stop looking at your phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. all I want. Is, that's why I get annoyed at like... They, well, I can't stand what people get. It's so almost honest. as if they've. I'm listening to you talk, ready, and I mm-hmm. feel like they've brainwashed you into caring so much about these phones. No, and I then don't. I'm like, go I, play I, with your damn kids. No, it's more no. about. Uh, it, <laughs> no. It's more about the I, workflow. No, like, I, I had, know. That's what like I'm saying. I said, is, I had it's a, like a, it's, I had it's a, a labyrinth. I have an XX Max, which I bought. Oh my god! It, last year. I bought okay. a 6 Plus, which I bought okay. two or three years before that, and a 4 Plus, which I bought two – I mean a 4S, which I bought, I don't know, two or three years before that. So I get a phone like every three years. So, yeah, so yeah, your hype train slowed down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I mean I, I, don't, I don't know where you see that I'm – I, no, I'm not no, like I one of these mean, little. I'm, I'm, I'm not a person where I, I, I go and I rent a phone and I need a new phone next year. Yeah, so. no, I know, dude. I just mean that even with the with you only buying it, look at all that information that is along with it that you're talking about, right? Like, well, I was um, also I, I'm also day, a computer teacher, on, so remember I'm the into day. <laughs> remember the day when we people wouldn't even really understand how to plug like what was the phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people, it's so. I, I think it, it's like so much information. That's how I feel like when they're do like you're talking about like every year there's a new Apple, like every six months they're doing these things and people are online and they're like, what are they announcing for the new operating system? And oh my God, oh, they're doing this and that. It's a new and watch I'm, band. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of like, no, it's, we've it's, all it, got, yeah. It's, it's the hype train. They, they definitely yes. created a beast that, that, you know, a certain they, subset of of tech people are just you know. Right, I agree to, with it, but that yeah. that's just what certain people are into. But they do they do it for everything. The same way they do for movies, they do it for. Oh yeah. They do it for Avengers. Nah. What a new Avengers coming out? Oh, we have to watch the. We have to stay and watch the extra ten minute credits yeah. just so yeah. I can see what's going to be in the next movie, and that scene ain't even going to be in the next fucking movie. All right, so yeah. it's the well, same thing. So if that's the same thing, <laughs> now let's let's compare that. To Transition, what baby. Martin Scorsese had just said <laughs> this week when he was talking about the comparison yeah. of film 
versus the comic book movies and saying yeah. they're more like a psychological experience. I mean, a, a more like a it's theme park. Theme park. Yeah, so yeah. which which is almost like this experience you're talking about with the the phones and the hype of anything with with you know the Marvel movies, which is mm. he's sort of right. That's like a theme park frenzy. People waiting on two two hours to go on a roller yes. coaster. Good point, DJ. Yeah, that's what right, I meant. But- right, Dreddy, I wasn't insulting your. Oh no no no! I didn't say that insult. What I what I meant was that. Exactly that, and this it goes. What he said is, I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Scorsese told Empire Magazine, honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. And when I think about the phones, it makes me think. Along those lines, that's why it kind of makes me frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like here, we have the promise of of something, uh, this device that we all carry, which can connect us, right? Which 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 could be used for, um, like there was a funny video going around YouTube, and it and a guy it was called "What Happens When We Hear an Amber Alert," and the guy's sitting at home watching tv and it goes amber alert and he picks up his phone and it's everyone's connected and then he runs out his front door and every adult in the neighborhood is running around looking for the kid (laughs) like with their phones like if we actually work that way but we don't instead we're sucked into the spectacle of everything of i've i've got a max ios blah 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 and you're like plugging it in when you get home it's got all your life on you know what i mean and is that really you what's the difference between the time when you would kind of uh interface with that information in a more human way uh and that's the way that's a good transition dj that scorsese seeing it with cinema that these films are are very surface, and they are more about the artifice than the art. Well, with him, though, also, first of all, he's like 72 years old, and things that he grew up and what he was taught coming up as a director and as a filmmaker, it's totally different now. That's like, okay, back when people were younger and they liked Jimi Hendrix and this and that, their parents didn't want to hear that. Their parents wanted to hear Elvis and and other stuff. So That's every generation every, every generation deals with something that the previous generation has not something to say really. about. That's not really true. You know what? That's a gr- I loved I love that you brought that point up because I uh, he's 76 years old. I love that you brought that point up because that's actually a a logical fallacy of modern discourse, cultural discourse. That's not true. This has only existed for about 60 years. So What's only talk- existed for 60 years? Okay, when you say every generation, nobody who liked Jimi Hendrix, can you explain to me what people in 1740 thought of the music of 1710? No, but what, what I can say is that from, in America? My, from my experience in America, in my experience right. in America— but that's a recent cultural, that's a recent cultural movement. So Marvel is but, but, 72 but, years old. It's Film a recent only yeah, it's a recent cultural movement. Yeah. Years old. Yeah, okay, exactly. it's a recent cultural so. movement, but that's 
how it is. Well, I Arnie, mean, and, and you, he he never a, directed movies like that. But Arnie, if you look at his list, if you look at his list, actually, he has. That's a logical fallacy. He, he's directed he, movies like like wait, Marvel let me finish, movies. Ready, let, ready? Let me finish. What he what he has. He, you're, you're, in a sense, you're correct. Every generation looks the, the generation before even kids, right? Or even not even generation, like five years later, and there is a natural. Um, that exists psychologically, right? That we do that with everything, not just culture. But when you translate that to culture, to film, television, and and music in particular, that's not actually true because the system in which that has existed has been around for actually relatively short period of time. So you're kind of getting caught in uh, a recency bias. But... He but it's has, still around. It's still around. And we've also right. But I, he's seventy six, right? Okay. I would think that, like you said, the difference between yeah seventeen ten and seventeen forty, the <laughs> the advancements and the change of technology right. and and, exactly. and the culture would be so similar. It's such so slow. Exactly. Nothing. But in our last, say fifty to sixty years. You know, okay. well, our I, generations I, of what exactly. we like. So you can't. You basically, you can't use that argument with Scorsese. But it, no, I, I, I actually, I could use that argument because it's true. Since he was born, he was born in like the forties. Yeah. So, but I'm tr- so we, let's just pe- move past it because that's pe- kind of we're people. Just so by the time he was in, say, in the sixties, the stuff that he was probably into, his parents probably weren't into it. Yeah, definitely. But you're talking about Martin Scorsese. He knows film. He's a film historian. I, just, I never said. A, I never said he doesn't yeah. know film. But just because, see, this is the thing. Just because you know film doesn't mean that somebody else can't do it. It's the same thing that's going on right now in hip hop. That's only way I could. That's the only way I can. I can connect it really because that's like somebody saying these new rappers suck. But then, oh, because this because '90s was the best music, or 2000s was the best music, or '80s was the best music. The whole well, thing is. I see is, your point. I just I think that that's not what his he, point is. He's more. He's a little bit smarter than that. No, it, that's his opinion, though. It's, see, it's not that it's a point. It's it's his opinion. That's what it is. That doesn't but, mean it's a fact. Well, because he said it. I don't it. think he's not. Well, yeah, he's not knocking the films. Yeah. He, you know, because this is you could go back to the '80s with the the shoot 'em up Rambo's and you know uh, Commando and all those big blockbuster movies. And I mm-hmm. think I think it's more maybe not aimed at Marvel as but they more didn't, they didn't of, ask of the him blockbuster. Yeah, no, I I know, but I think he made the statement saying like like there's you know, but but we've always known there's two kinds of of. Film watching, like film, you know, you go out for the total disconnect to to really just let go. Maybe be some wacky comedy where you just laugh, yeah. and then you go sometimes for movies where you want to connect, like you want to, you know, get inside, say a, a a biopic and learn about someone's history where you feel the you know the the emotional connection or the psychological experience of going through someone's life or a thriller or something mm-hmm. where it's going to make you think like, you know, um, oh. or, or represent a time period. Okay. But, but th- this is the thing. This is just my point that I'm making. The last temptation of Christ, Goodfellas, Cape fear, shine a light, shutter Island, the wolf on wall street, all great movies. You can't compare them to iron man. It's two totally different ball games. 
Well, you just can't what, compare it. That's what that's I'm like, saying. Wait, but what do you mean, though? What do you mean? Him saying that it's like a roller coaster. He's not into that. He does. He doesn't do that. So a person who doesn't do that and they made their living doing something else, they they're not going to perceive it the same way that they perceive their art. And I just and 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 he and, took that's a point. And he took and and the thing is, I I think that he was taking shots at them. If you listen to the way he worded it, the actors oh, are doing. He was he was the, taking shots. The actors at them. are doing the best yeah. that they could. At, well, so because, you're pretty much dude, saying that they. A suck. lot of those movies are shitty. Let's be honest here. No, like they're not. A lot of movies films. are shitty. No, no, they're a not, lot of movies. A lot of movies you know, are shitty. Of but the you, no, you but can't I mean of the Marvel of the let's if we look at. A lot of the um, DC movies are shitty. All right, so well, well, I think a lot of the let's, Marvel movies. Real are quick, fantastic. I just want to I just want to give you know already a little bit of a a breakdown. Axel yeah. is you know a, a film major and he loves film and it took him a very long time to come around. I would say within the last two years to even consider, maybe even the last year considering watching <laughs> right watching one a marvel movie because I no, feel no 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 Axel no no not watching more, a dj i watched all of them from the beginning right. i've seen every single one of them but watched them Multiple with a, a different lens and yeah. now he looked at it like scorsese and now you have watched them and appreciated what they are but yes. i still don't think you feel like they're film they're no, movies they're not and, films they're not film it's not film they're tv shows they're all tv shows they're not films. Um, they're not auteur-driven films. They are industry-created, uh, backroom, multiple, hundreds of people involved. There's no vision behind them. The direction is pretty awful in all of them. I mean, it's pretty laughable, actually, in several of them. Some of them are actually better directed, like Peyton Reed with Ant-Man did like a job. You were like, wow, this is actually a film. But um, most of the Rousseau brothers are terrible directors. I mean, they know how to get people on a screen and follow a bunch of what they were told. You know, th the next thing we're going to do is do a battle. Okay, everybody's got to be standing here. But um, I, I, I mean, I see where Scorsese's coming from. And I it's think that's not, why Theme Park yeah. is a great, yes, a great comparison because that's what you want. You want that rush because when yeah. I go to those movies, and even Reddy can agree, like he, you know, him even more so. I'm sure he doesn't like the backstory shit. Like when we go to watch one of these movies, if there's a backstory, he'll be like, eh, it was all right." And I'll be like, "Why was it all right?" He's like, "There was a backstory," and, and I kind of get that. So it's like. There is a divide, though, like what what you seek in the in the right. Well, the whole thing is that's all opinions. Uh, all, on see, this is the thing. It, it it's the words that people use to say it's not film. That's because it's not your your vision no, of film, but and I'm that's gonna, not I'm what you explain it to you. I'm gonna explain it to you. Uh, um, you're getting into a little bit of territory of uh, like fake news. Like everything's an opinion. Um, that's not when he uses. The word when Scorsese is speaking, of course, I mean, look, basically everything is an opinion that anyone has. And we could just say that for everything. OK, you know, there's no facts, but cinema, which has existed for you know a little over 100 years or so. I'm not going to get into some historical discourse. What he basically means is this, bro. Those are TV shows. OK, Iron Man, Captain America, Batman. Whatever the way the system that even the new Star Wars movies, if you compare 
the new Star Wars movies that have come out with the exception of Solo and Rogue One, which are hybrid, multiple director, and somehow found a, a little bit of a voice in Rogue One. How it happened is beyond me, but it did. These are system-made Basically, large-scale television shows. That's why my like hope is... Like a mass production type yeah, of thing. Yeah, my hope is in the end, and I love them now, but in the end, none of these things need to be in theaters. They should all be on television, including Star Wars. I don't think theater, in, in the eyes of someone... And you're right, Reddy, it is an opinion, but there is... You, when you're talking about art, you do have to have... Words have to have some value, Right. So if you say a difference, for instance, like in film discourse, if it would be most people say a movie and a film, right? Like that's become a more general way of saying it because we have to have some way uh, – our nomenclature, we have to be able to understand it. Just like when you were saying iPhone um, 6, whatever, and I was like, oh, I don't care. That was probably the wrong attitude for me to have because for you – the difference between those iPhones is is represents a value judgment. So I want to listen to it. But for him, what he's trying to say is nobody was sitting at home, bro, and said, I want to make Iron Man. OK. And then they wrote a script with a unique vision and story, brought it to someone. Someone believed in it. They got money. They made the story. And that director... Scorsese is an auteur. He came up during the 70s when American film was booming, right? You know the whole story, the 60s and the 70s. So what he's basically trying to say is this. I'm pissed off that kids today and people today are celebrating a huge corporation homogenizing storytelling in theaters when what me and my generation did, and you're right, there's aspects of that involved too, but I kind of agree with them and I would think you would too, were people who believed in original stories were auteur-driven, meaning that there is a vision behind it. Nobody had a vision to make Iron Man, bro. That was done by... No, well, that, that's, that's not necessarily true. Maybe, who, the, the, uh, maybe Maybe the Iron Man that came out, it didn't have the vision, but also... You can't do stuff when stuff is tied up in in um in contracts and tied up with with rights and you I can't do this. You can't do that. this. Well, well, so yeah. his point, that's a I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: there, you can there, take it as yeah. I, intellectual property versus uh, something original. Yes. So, so Iron Man was an, already an intellectual property where right? even if you could come up with the original story for Iron Man, there's already a basis for it. It's there's, Iron Man. It's never going to be original. Right. That's the You're point. never going to be able to You're, like you, like say. We watch. So I mean, so we we're just talking about it being original. That's where the, that's where well, his no, issue well, is. No, 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 that, no. Do you understand? Do you know? Like what, a mass when production. Tour driven. Do you know what that means? Nope. Break it down okay. for me. A tour driven means that ready. Uh, when you, it's just means pure art, man. Like, like you, you just, had an idea and you mm -hmm. f you followed it through. Like if you wanted to make a song, right? And the difference would be that if all you wanted to do was remake someone else's song. Mm -hmm. So basically what he's decrying is the overall commodization, um, money-driven, market-driven cinema. 
which is very similar to what the Westerns were. So he's wrong because you're absolutely right. When he was growing up, the, the point that you could have made is not about his parents. It's about himself. He, he loves Westerns. The man has tried to save Western films for 40 years. He's been, been uh, going back and like being a uh, film archivist and rehabilitating films. And a lot of those are Westerns, which were the comic book movies of the day. They were a studio system where they got 50 people in a room. They wrote a script because it, it tested well. They got an actress, an actor who was in the studio system. And they, that's basically what these Marvel movies are. Right. Like There's, they see someone did one that was really good and, and yes. they're like, all right, now let's mass. Okay. okay but, shit but, but, but the whole thing is a lot of movies that he makes and a lot of movies that he's about to make are books that were written by somebody else. So it wasn't a hundred percent his vision. He just got, he wanted to make it. He wanted to make it and he made it in his own point. vision. That he made it in his own point. vision. But that's what true. he what the further that's a great point, Reddy. But what the further issue that he has is, um, if you look at a list of films that came out in 1987, okay, mm-hmm. and you look at a list uh, for a week or a month in June of 1987, and then you look at the films that came out in June of 2017, the difference you're going to see is that there are no more adult dramas. Adult dramas, okay make up less than 5% of what's in theaters and what's in is these big comic book movies. Right, and, but that's but that's what was in now. What was back in back in the 80s or 87 whatever year it is you just said, that was what yeah. was that was what was selling. Well, Those companies I, wanted you to make dramas then. But I now, think right. now, right, but you're you're you are, you seem to be an unabashed capitalist where you are <laughs> fine with that. You're like the market dictates that. That's fine. Scorsese is not, not that. He's an no, artist. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that the market dictates it. But the whole thing is, what you, I'm going off your example you just gave. Back yeah. then, if he was directing and there were dramas back then, it's because that's what they wanted. Well, oh, I. Here's another thing. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. But wait, hold on. Take a little break from our conversation here on another week to remind you to go to cufflinks.com slash DVR. Use code DCComics20 now and you can save 20% off any DC Comics products. You can also use our code DVR20 and save 20% off anything, no minimum at any time. So go over to cufflinks.com now, use those codes. If you have an event coming up, reach out to Cufflinks, go to the blog, they'll help you get it all together, get those big orders. I know it can be stressful, but cufflinks.com is there to make your event a happy event. That's right. It's your special day. Don't get all bridezilla. Don't get all groomzilla. Get cufflinks.com. Baby, I just came up with that on the fly. Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. So, Reddy, do you really believe I believe that what's in the movie theater is what's selling and because... From eighty-seven, oh, okay. even so up till now, think it's the other way eight, around. You th- eighty-seven you up until now, there's tons of movies that come out every week that don't that don't make it to the movie theater. But tons yes. of them. Here's so here's, it's not that people aren't making them; it's that the reason why you don't see them on the screen is because they're not profitable. No, there are way come. more right. films. Well, made here's that more here's now. the thing: it's so much cheaper in, to make a film in eighty-seven. Right, we were using. I I, I don't have a thing open, but I could guarantee. There is four times as many films that came out in June of '87 versus June of 2017, and this is the, the one of the main reasons. Yes, there were 
weren't as expensive to make. They were a lot more investors to, to spread the money out. Now they f- find out we have so many outlets to put it straight to direct market, right? To Netflix, to streaming, to, to direct, to, to DVD streaming, to uh, Redbox. There's so many outlets. If the movie's not in some marketing executive's book of going to make a certain amount, they're not even going to attempt to put it in the theater. So they're going to sell it to a different thing. So now we have so many more outlets that for the theater to remain profitable – the, for them now to have sushi bars inside yeah. there and fucking all types of gimmicks, it is the theme park of yes. DJ of, is of watching. So, no, the, so so the point. movie theaters. So the movie theaters a theme park or the film is a theme. That, no, no, both of them. The movie theater is a theme park or the movie too. theater is the movie yeah. itself is or the movie theater it is. Well, I think what you just said is two different things. It's turned into that. Both. Like you, you know, there's sure there's art house house cinemas still out there yeah. but they're very few and far between yes, that right. will show uh, a, a, an independent film or a documentary and these are the the few theaters that these directors right. have but, so, to use but, but, to get nominated in in the Oscars now but whereas they could have shown about, that on you're many talking more about screens. theaters now yeah. you're, you're so, talking yeah. about actual theater I'm, I'm not talking about the theater well, I'm no, talking the about theater, the movies he's I'm talking about the yeah, movies but, it does, but it that, that, that's, that point doesn't matter it's the, the he's same talking thing. about the cinema like meaning the whole genre like yeah, yeah. The, it, it translates to the main, they, the they main still purpose make, of making a movie would be to be on the big screen you don't notice that ready ready can I ask you I know that you uh, and I'm not like I don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed a lot of the Marvel films and I've seen all of them and I've seen all the DC films. If you had to ask me in all of the Marvel films that were made, what is the closest to what he's talking about? If I to kind of to kind of help you understand, because I think you do understand, but I think that there is a um the economic aspects of it are wrapped in and he didn't really mention those of like the kind of death of adult films because let's not forget too we now live in a society where children are like adults are children now we're all children right we all play with toys we watch cartoons we 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 talk we're we're 340 something or whatever year old guys sitting here talking about captain america there was a time when we would be talking about the new philip roth book okay so the culture in america has definitely shifted because of the corporate involvement in this and our corporate overlord disney which owns marvel right marvel originally a comic book company all of these stories originally written by between 30 to 60 white guys in new york tripping on acid Okay, that's who invented all these comics. <laughs> if you go back and read the history of comic books, they're all smoking dope, tripping on acid, getting wasted, and writing about Thanos or whatever. Um, the, the, you know, it's it's I I kind I I kind of love that, and the only thing for me that invokes that spirit is Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok to me is by far the best directed, most or tour driven purest best film that was in all of the comic book films now look civil war might have some great action scenes Endgame was big 
you know, but Ragnarok is a film. Do you do you see that point? Like when I say it in those I, terms, I, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're okay. saying. Well, Thor and, Rag, Thor, and Thor Ragnarok was um was one of the best ones. I, yeah, I, let me let me be 100. Let me be 100 honest with you. Means. Let me let me be 100 honest with you. I don't really care. I, I like watching the Marvel movies because it's entertaining. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't honestly. I don't really give a shit about them because, as DJ told you, I don't really want to hear a fucking back a background story for the for the <laughs> that kind of movie. For that kind of movie, I don't listen. Yeah, I yeah. know what I'm going to is fake. Listen, he's green, he's big, he's strong. <laughs> I don't want to know his backstory. I, I want him to fly around and fuck shit up. That's what I want to see. Oh, okay. That's so, interesting. So, That's so, interesting. I, I, so I don't want you to think that I so disagree. You're, you're pr- no, but I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I okay. understand what he's saying. I just, I just, you know what it is? Maybe it's more of a disrespect factor. I just feel like he's disrespecting yeah, other people's yeah. art, and, I, yeah. and just the way he, and just, and it was, a, it was this. It wasn't the fact that he said the theme park. It was the fact that. And these actors, they're doing the best that they can do. Uh, so it's like, yep. it's like, what do you mean? Like, they, they're busting their ass doing what they got to do. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's listen, a great listen, point, Listen, half of the movie is CGI. They film it in front of a green screen. Most of the fucking scenes, they're not there because it's all computerized. Yeah, so, yeah, they're doing difficult. the best that they could do. Uh, yep. that, that's obvious. So I, I, it was just – it was more of the disrespect factor. I understand it and I, I get like it. I like that. Yep. I like when you say – bro, see, now we are 100% – agreeing because I just wasn't sure because you never know where someone comes from you know what I mean so I want to discuss it with you Um, but that point I totally agree with you on you know what it also I the reason why I got a little annoyed and I felt the old man things not for the same reason you were discussing because I think his film perspective is spot on. Like, I don't think he's like a angry old man who doesn't understand. Like Martin score says he could direct Iron Man three with his freaking eyes closed, bro. If you saw Hugo and the amount of special effects that were involved in green screens and, and plus the Irishman is a lot right, of now, it is that he knows how to do that, but he, he's it's great. The disrespect he- to other filmmakers. You're absolutely right. When he was a man who had to fight against that he was when he came up, that system I'm describing was just dying. Actually, yeah. Scorsese's I, I, career began during the studio era, and I'm pretty sure that yeah, there were some the directors. I'm pretty sure there was yeah. people before him that were like Martin Scorsese. His shit sucks, or whatever it is. Some something to disrespect him. Something to disrespect you're his style. Absolutely right. Of film. In that so, respect, you're so when right. you he, so when yeah, you he's breaking when, the code. For so a guy when you who make, made a lot of mafia movies, he's breaking the code. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So my whole thing is, it's like that's a great all he, point. All, all, he had to, all he had to do is say, is, "Listen, they're, they're not my cup of tea." Yes, I like. I that's like a, ready. I love that you said that because there is a director, Ryan Johnson, and um, I was there was an Ryan Johnson relayed this when he was talking to oh what was it? Um, I can't remember who it was an actor, and he said. Um, it was a podcast I was listening to, and the and the the podcast host was saying, "But this movie's not really good." And then the person kept on saying, "That's not really my cup of tea." And then he said, "Why won't you just say something shitty?" And then the mm-hmm. person said, "Well, you know, I know how hard it is to make a movie, 
or a television show or any of this shit and how hard it is even to get it made with all the money and the companies and the suits and everybody yeah, knowing And all the political death. bullshit you yeah, got to do. Yeah, exactly. That I will never begrudge someone for finishing their project. So I might not... I might not personally like it, but I'm never going to say it's not film, it's not art, it's not whatever. And you're right. Scorsese is making – I put out a tweet and I said, you know, if your masterpiece, meaning Taxi Driver and also King of Comedy, which was a fucking masterpiece, of one of my favorite – that film is amazing. One of my favorite Scorsese films. Um, if everybody was comparing your films to the fucking Joker – by the guy who directed The Hangover, and you're Martin Scorsese, you might give a bad quote. And this is a bad quote. I think this is a bad quote. I don't agree with him. because I see his point, and what I was trying to argue before was kind of where he was coming from. But personally, I don't agree with him. And DJ's right. I think I had a little of that. And I think what that really is, is he's mad at the... at. It's like when they say... Don't hate the player, hate the game. Mm -hmm. He is hating the player. Right. Absolutely. And that 100%. is not correct because it's the game that's wrong. The fact that all of these huge, really, they are going to be better as TV shows. Mark my words, everyone. In 10 years, when you can look back at 10 years of Disney Plus shows of Star Wars and Marvel, you're going to look at these movies and you're going to go, ah, the TV shows are a lot better because uh, another thing that baffles my mind is people who go and I see this on Twitter all the time. These movies are amazing. No one has ever done 23 movies that connect before. How did they do this? This is incredible. Look how in Iron Man they sit, laid the seeds for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm like, you, got, you have absolutely no idea how many film series there have been. Do you know how many Thin Man movies there were? Like you don't even know right, what the Thin right, Man right. is. Right, but, but, right, but 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 that's only that's only based on what people know. Like me, yes. I thought I thought it was great how they connected everything. But that's not into that, the, like, into, it's not that into hard, the Last Avengers. You know, they, no, 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 it's not. The it's, only it's not hard that, part is the scale they did it on and the no, continuity they kept exactly. with the same actors. See, Look because, how many Bond movies they have with seventy-five different Bonds, like, right? Great. And, and, and what they did in what they did right that is a what they did in Endgame art. what they did in Endgame was which they have made and I could be wrong but what they didn't do in a lot of other movies like that was what the twenty second movie or the twenty first was yeah. I think Far From Home was twenty two but anyway they actually they actually they actually were able to bring old scenes back and recreate them with the same actors so I thought that right. that was. But that's, awesome. that is very awesome, Brady. I but thought that was awesome. awesome does, does, but, does, no, it's not that it's impossible. It's just that right. you hardly see it. And even if you do see Disney it. has 15 bazillion dollars right. and they can put an actor on a holding contract. Right. But, so that's not actually like but, what my only point there was. And I don't want we don't have to get sidetracked with it. My only point there was that um, the, it, that. Marvel actually is following in the footsteps of many other films that have come before. The, it is what Scorsese is really doing is misinterpreting film history, right? And he's mm -hmm. also not taking an opportunity. You say, I'm a teacher, right? He, 
this didn't you say that before? You're like, I like to teach, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, I thought you said that. Um, yes, I did. He, okay. He's not teaching. What he should have said was, what we're going through now is very similar to what we went through in the very beginning of film when there were mm-hmm. many hundreds of serialized silent films that have been lost to the ages that carried on into musicals and westerns I, and genre sci-fi god didn't, there's been 50 he, godzilla films right. for he Christ didn't sink this deep into his into yes his that's he what was, i'm saying i think he was yes. a little salty that he was he salty got com- he got compared because, to the joker that dude, that the yes. joker was that that because <laughs> yeah. it, it did have those those dark taxi driver undertones and right. I could because see the why. guy sat and watched Taxi Driver and copied shots from it. Like Todd, I mean, look, I'm not saying that. Is that what uh, he Todd, did? I must call him Todd Phillip. Uh, it's Todd. Ha- no, call Todd Haynes. It's Todd Phillips. Um, Todd Haynes is amazing. But Todd, I'm not saying it. It's just that I think it's also. Um, you're right. It's just it's it's the it's the market is crowding out what you were saying. Ready? The market is crowding out these more indie and, and adult dramas and they might come back. We might be sitting here in 10 years in the new everything, Quentin Everything 360s. Everything yes, 360s. Exactly. All, all so, that stuff, yeah. all that all, all that old stuff is going to, yes, I don't want to say old stuff, but all right. the stuff from the past will come back, it will be popular again. And well, this stuff, unless I look at stuff, I just had this conversation with DJ the other day. We were talking about old um, 80s movies. We, we asked about the old Captain America. Okay. The old Captain America. Now, that movie was terrible. But I thought it was great when I was younger. Because I was a kid. It was terrible. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. But well, when hey. I, 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 was, I was young when it came out. But, but he yeah, has but a you know point, what? though. My- Ready? Check this out. Mm-hmm. There is a point that Scorsese has, which I find a little bit valid. And, and look, I love the guy so much I can't. like. I mean, he's a god. Okay? But I, I, I can't really... It's sometimes hard as as if I when I'm listening back to this podcast, I'm going to hear myself drifting over to something like <laughs> just because I'm a cranky old man. Um, gosh, what the fuck was I? Well, well, I forgot what I was talking about. You love Scorsese, but you feel bad saying this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think that. Wait, what were you talking about? What was it, me? <laughs> What was I, I got talking distracted. about? Yeah, what was the last thing you said? I was I was thinking about something you were saying. It was a great point, and I wanted to. Come I, off I said that it. I, I said that I said that um, the old Captain America sucked, but I liked it oh, when yes. it was that okay. when I was younger. Thank you, pal. Thank you. That was a great point. Okay, uh-huh. so conversely, conversely, show your kids the first Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's boring as hell. Star right. Wars is a film. Right. That's kind of the different in his mind. When I say it, I'm not saying I agree with him again, but do you like that is kind of the worry that I think he has, which is that. And it's and I and I think it's a worry that is actually not the same as the thing you were talking about with new generations and everything. And there is a cyclical nature to art. I mean, look, this story of what I mean, look, art. You know, our society, look at the stories our society is built on. When you get down to like even biblical stories, those are just retellings of 
ancient story, even ancienter stories. They're not original at all. The flood, Jesus, those stories were told numerous times in other cultures and in the mm-hmm. same culture, but it's just regurgitated right. in, a in, new in way, that director's right? vision. Yeah, that's exactly that director. <laughs> it's the same the, thing. But and then Shakespeare that's what told the, them all the again. same way. Yes, the same exactly. way Iron Man. The same way Iron in, Man in, was made in that director's vision. Yeah, right? It's the same basic story. We're talking about Joseph Campbell myth shit here. But this that's kind of what he's saying is like, when we look back, when you look back at um, these Marvel movies in 30 years, are you going to see... For, it, it's hard for him, and though I think he's wrong, it's hard for him to see the genesis of new auteurs as it was, for instance, if you look at Star Wars, which today is this huge mega lot, you know, Disney and Galaxy's Edge and all that kind of shit, but really began as some freaky dude, George Lucas, with all of his friends, including Scorsese, making fun of it, okay? Uh And um, (laughs) the truth, right? Totally making fun of it. Um, and, and other Francis. directors too, and saying this is a joke, nobody's going to like it. And nope. him saying, "No, I'm trying to tell a serial like these are the stories I grew up with, like on the radio. That's what Indiana Jones is. That's right. Like he. So is, you're saying that he's a known hater. He's well, a what? Yeah, he's he, a known hater. But yeah, he back, is. He, you're right. He is back not in the day, seeing it. Yeah, Scorsese, oh, okay. Coppola. Uh, Lucas, Spielberg, they, they were all friends. Made, Coppola really right, made fun right. of but, it. But see, and but also, but, but this is the thing. They, they, they made fun of it right. because Since they the don't. Beginning. You're right. They he, made no, fun right. of he it. Made, I didn't even realize the point I was making, which is that he's been a hater for life. He's uh. right. But they make, they make fun of it because, and also that goes with the list of movies that I named and countless other ones that I didn't that he's directed or that he's been part of. He doesn't do those kinds of movies. He doesn't see that vision. It doesn't attract his eye. So the whole thing is, yeah, it's a it's a theme park in He did a little with Hugo. Hugo has a little of the, I mean, the production wise, but not story. You're right. You're right. Right. But it's a theme park in his eyes. In somebody else's eyes, it's art. Now, does that mean that now, does yeah, that mean that? That's does that hard mean for that? Me to take. No, no, right. But but this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. In somebody, you're right though. You're right. In you're somebody right. else's eyes is art. I didn't say in your eyes. No, you're right. You're right. It's so, it's just it is hard the way DJ describe. I understand what you're saying, brother. And I'm yeah. glad we're having this discussion. This is I love coming on another week. This is fun. Um, uh, you, you're absolutely right. But like that's why I like the way DJ was like. You have to understand, Axel loves film history, <laughs> which right. basically you're trying to say. You have to understand, Axel's going to be arrogant about film right now, so please excuse. Him. <laughs> but I, I think that this is this is a good, a fun discussion. I think it, it, it's it great, serves man. a purpose because it is. We're at a barrier of of where the what can get made story. and and where we're shifting, and and it all yeah. plays out to all these different media outlets we have now you know yeah. I, I you know from a business standpoint if you're a theater owner and you love to support smaller films you know how do you stay in business and, yeah and, 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 like and one thing i will say Great one thing point. i will say and totally i and i true. will one thing i will say and i agree with and i agree with axel and 
maybe we didn't word it this way or you didn't word it this way. I didn't word it this way. In 30 years from now, okay, so subtract 30 years from today. So in 30 years from now, movies that were 60 years old and then movies, the Marvel movies of today, the difference is those movies made history more because they were original in all aspects. In most, not all, in most aspects, they were original and not because of the dollar amount. See, yes. a, a lot of things nowadays, they go down to history yeah. Because they grossed a certain amount of money. That's you could gross a lot of right, money Freddy. and your you're movies right. suck. That's what's that bothering him. Listen, yeah. Avatar was, and, and, was really and, and, entertaining. But th- because it grossed so much and it was it was the number two now on the list, yeah. doesn't make it the best film. Dude, who... Absolutely who, not. That, Avatar is a great example, DJ. Because let me ask you a question. Who the fuck wants more Avatar movies? No one. I don't no, know no, anyone. No, I'm going to tell you this. That is I'm, waiting me, for those movies. Let me tell you something, and you can look this up. I, first of all, I agree with you. I would watch another Avatar movie. Yeah, the first me too. one was good, but when you say who's who's looking for it, you, I'm going to tell you what sick, twisted fucks are are looking for. It. <laughs> okay. The sick, twisted fucks that are looking for it are the ones that when the original one came out that were getting sick because they had Pandora syndrome. I don't. Do you remember that shit? Google it oh, yeah, if you they don't. Went too many times. No, no, they were they were depressed because they wished the real world yeah, was like yeah, Pandora, yeah. and they were th- having thoughts of suicide. And I was like, y'all a bunch of crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you need to trip on some. Uh, LSD yeah, you or need something. to go smoke something, drink something, go this fuck a, a hooker or something like I, bang. I, um, like, it's crazy. Yeah, Avatar, you know what? It is a market thing. And I think that Scorsese, too, pro- part of the issue here is that um, he is looking at it maybe one way that you could look at it. And one way that I've tried to look at it is, and again, when you look at that film history and you say, like, 30 years ago, this was like this. We live in... The times we live in are not comparable to other times. They move too fast. Yeah, I consistently say that. And when I hear, you know, I'm a fan of Bill Simmons and I hear him and Chuck Klosterman, they do great conversations and they talk and they're always saying, but, you know, look back in the 70s, we said this, but then they don't go back any further and realize that they're only talking about like a hundred years of time, which is a blink of an eye. And we're so condensed it's not comparable. Now, I know other people would say, but Axel, there, you know, in the 1500s, they were making, you know, in Paris and, you know, in, in Prussia, whatever. They were making, they, they, classical music was popular. And they did, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to deny that thing, that artistic, uh, large scale, um, popular art has occurred previously in the world, but not to this scale, not to the internet. And these movies are also not just America, they are worldwide. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of what Scorsese is decrying is the feeling that the, America's artistic output, right? What we create, what we export, which has really always been our main export, okay? Not freedom, not democracy, art, um, which has changed the world, is a bunch of movies about guys flying around in capes. 
mm-hmm. and um, blowing shit up and yeah. fighting for 45 minutes to solve a problem. One of the reasons why I – and you may think um, it's silly – but one of the reasons why I hesitated to show my son these movies is because they solve every problem by fighting. And that's not life. That's not real life. When's the last time you had to get into a physical altercation to solve an issue? That's what right. they teach you, right? Well, and that's why I always try to find cartoons and shows that are non-confrontational or where people solve problems by working together or talking and not having a forty-five minute fight at the end of everything—it's kind of boring. right. Well, well, th- well, yeah. Well, that's you that's know, that's how you—that's that's how, that's how you—that's how you raise your—that's how you raise your kid. But uh, as you know, so I understand that you know you right. want you want but to teach you see, your, your but children. You can the extrapolate things. that to society, though. Do you see what I'm saying? Like no, that's I, a little I, bit. Of I what get I think what you're saying. saying the, too, the, yeah. the the thing is, what he has to realize, uh, and it's an unfortunate thing. I'm not saying I agree with it, but this is how it is. True. You're it's right. what makes it's what it's what makes yeah. money. It's what he makes could money. Be doing better. And, and, and you and, know what? You make a great point, Ready. Instead of giving quotes like this, Martin, or instead of spending, you know, doing another fundraiser where you try to save a movie from nineteen thirty that no one even cares about, why don't you find five young directors who have their own superhero stories to tell that mm. also are auteur driven, have human adult drama and, involved, and fund them, brother? And and don't t- and don't take cheap shots at the at the um the people who are who are doing in your it. Industry. You know what? Because yeah, he's so like he's you. so known and he's so respected. He would have got more respect if he would have said, you know what? It's not my cup of tea, but I would like to maybe work with one of them to give my input on how I think it yeah. should go. Great point, Reddy. Or now I hate Martin Scorsese. Look or, what you no. did to me, DJ. <laughs> or let's go from the even saltier part of him thinking that his new Irishman can only get a three city release on for three dates and then it's going right to Netflix. Yeah. And also, like, this is the first, that's kind of a blow, in a sense, to someone, like, in back in the yes. in, in the days, yeah, you're right. who would yep. look so down on TV. Now, if you're on a TV show, you're like, oh, this guy's on a show. But if you were on a show in the 80s or 90s, you would, they wouldn't even think about yeah. bringing you to the cinema. They're like, you're, what? DJ, no, he's a TV actor. Yeah. It's so reverse. Like, it's like, I keep on saying that all these, you're absolutely right, DJ. Scorsese sitting there and saying, the cinema, my home, the place I love dear, which you know I'm against that attitude too. I think fuck theaters. It's just a place where you watch a movie. But I know that people enjoy them and I've had great experiences in them too. I understand the communal experience. But he's seeing the exactly what you're saying, the opposite of what he desires, right? And what he and you're you're absolutely right. His own experience coming up, you're right. Whereas he sees all these superhero movies, just like I do, as television shows where they just choose a random director and the actual script and everything like that is coming from the corporate offices, which is true, by the way. Kevin Feige is a corporate guy. I know everyone likes to see his great artist, but he is a person who is best at melding the corporate with the art, right? That's kind of what he's known for. Uh, and I think it, if they do bring him on to Star Wars, it's actually a really smart move because the guy knows what he's doing. But I think everything should be a TV show. And you're right. He wants his big theater. And then he, and then the Irishman comes out 
and it's freaking Pesci and De Niro, right? and the, and everybody's back. And the next thing you know, um, you're right, DJ. It gets released in like four theaters, just so we can get into awards consideration, and then it's on Netflix. And you're right; that's probably a big blow to his ego. At the same time, when the biggest movie in the country is a movie that basically tries to copy two of his films. Right. So, yeah. It's a lot for a 76-year-old man to take, especially when he spent 40 years on cocaine. And he's still trying to figure (laughs) out how to operate VCR Plus. Yeah. Oh, God. He no, did he, a he, lot of cocaine, <laughs> Scorsese. This uh, is the, this is the life know, of Martin Scorsese. What's this, should I be what's a priest? Digital should release? I do more cocaine? <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> We're recording this on Betamax. That's yeah. right. Uh, well, I mean... This is Guys, this, we this have was gone good. off. <laughs> we this didn't was... talk about any of the other things we were going to talk about, but this has been a great conversation. Absolutely, this is a, a awesome conversation. I, I mean, love it, man. You know, the see, only this other... gets me back. I'm sorry. See, now I'm interrupting. You ready? Got me fired up. Now I'm talking like I'm fucking in New York or New Jersey again or something. You know, <laughs> I got I got out of my. Like when I'm podcasting with Ken and Sean, we're so calm and nice. And we're here we're like yelling and interrupting each other. I love it. I feel like I'm home again. <laughs> yeah, boy. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys really want to get into it, uh, the El Camino or, or shelve it because we're already a little bit over an hour. Yeah. Um, or, or do you want to just, we'll, we'll, you know, quick talk about the shadow of the moon for 10 minutes. Um, I don't, you, you know, it's really whatever. Hey, it's your show. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah, I, th- yeah. I think, Chris, you're ready. You got some time? Yeah, I got some time. We could talk, we can talk about whatever you want. We, we, right, could, we got time. Let's hit, let's hit a uh, shadow of the moon. Cause you know, we talked about Scorsese's movie coming to Netflix. And I think, uh, I think DJ's just trying to avoid another argument. Cause I think Breaking Bad sucks. I can't let that slide. I, I was talking about Breaking Bad. I'm, I'm, hold on. I think I'm he's just trying to, to get, he's trying I'm to get to something that we all why have do you, in common. Why do you think I'm, it sucks? I I'm trying hear. to avoid another hour conversation. No, no, we'll, we'll get through this quick. Ready? No, what honestly, didn't you like because, about Breaking honestly, Bad? Uh, let me tell you something. It's going to be quick because. Um, wait, first off, tell me this. Let me ask you a quick, few questions to frame the conversation, okay? Very quickly. How <laughs> much of go. it did you watch? Oh, the entire series. You watched the entire series. Did yes. you watch Better Call Saul? No, I watched maybe okay. maybe a couple of episodes from the first season. Okay, if you watched the entire series of Breaking Bad, when did you start thinking it sucked? Um, Maybe the second season. Really? I think the second okay. season, the first season. Listen, this is this is. You have to realize what I'm saying. It's almost like the Marvel thing. How at you know you, at first when we started talking, you probably thought that I really, really I like Marvel because it's entertaining. But at the end of the day, I get what you're saying. By it sucks. It's not a film. Like yeah. Breaking Bad. It's entertaining. Okay. That's the reason why I watched the whole thing. Because it's entertaining, but I think it sucks. And there, so the answer to your question, why do I think it sucks? It's just I, I can't stand, and this is my issue with Marvel movies. I can't stand when you take something and it's so fake and you try to make it real. And the way he was 
it started off real, and then it just got so fake where I'm like, these motherfuckers have been dead. This they they not street cats. They would have been knocked off. Jesse would have been dead. First of all, you fell asleep on like a fifty thousand dollar deal, and then okay. and then you didn't want to kill this you. one, and yeah. then Jane Jane you was not whatever. Go any further? I, I understand what you're saying is for some, and you know what? Already, I, I honestly I was prepared to argue with you, and I'm not even going to argue with you because you explain yourself per, now. See, now I get you, man. I see where you're coming from. It just for some reason it was not a believable world to you. So to be, so to have the emotion that's necessary to get into that story, you just never had it. And I can totally understand where you're coming from. And the reason why is because I've been watching network premiere shows for three weeks, which have things happen like on on uh, on um, emergence where the chief of police is scared that alien or company people are following her. So instead of like going to the police station, she hides in her vacation home. So it just yeah. doesn't make logical sense to me, but other people watching it are like, ah, it's a TV. So I get where you're coming from. If you were never able, if you can't ever have that, uh, get rid of your disbelief, you know, and, and that's when I was. You're it, never gonna get into it. Yeah. Like I, I, I get it. I was like, oh shit, he was a teacher and he he got lung cancer and he's like, fucking, I'm gonna. He took his old bad student. He know was selling meth and we're gonna cook this. Look, great, great writing. Great, great thought of whoever thought of it. Great idea. It's just the execution. Just certain stuff. I'm like, come on, man. These motherfuckers have been dead. Y'all playing with too much money now. See, if they would have did that on some low street level shit, <laughs> then yeah. When you dealing with you, 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 too many uh, white you, people is what you, you're saying, right? I didn't say that. Too many. <laughs> listen, listen. You're, you're too high. You're too high to wake up for like what was like a hundred thousand dollars. He needed fifty thousand dollars, so he had to break into Jesse's house while he's high with Jen. I would have shot both of them. Him and this girl. Jesse, no more Jesse. Jesse's done. You know, there's I mean? certain stuff like that. But no, it, it's, and it's not. It's not. A, it's not a white thing. It's not a black thing. Because believe it or not, this is a lot of. I, no, I was joking. You get what? No, no, I know that. I'm, but I'm just saying. Realistically, I listen. I know a lot of hood dudes that do stupid shit, dumb shit, and you'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And it, it's. And I'm not mean hood black hood white. I know there's people of all races who do stupid yes, shit when it comes yes. to street life. The hood is and, a rainbow. Yeah, it's a rainbow, you know, but, but that, that was it. Other than that, put it this way. If it was, if it wasn't entertaining, I wouldn't watch it. I would, I would yes. stop it. Now a okay. show that I thought me and DJ, we brief had, we brief had a um a text conversation last night over it. And I know he was probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're probably going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought Arrow seasons one and two were better than the entire series of Breaking Bad. Now, I stopped watching Arrow about three seasons ago because I couldn't do it because like, this shit is fucking stupid. Yes, it goes off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, like, I, I see where you're coming from, dude. Like, I, can, see, I can understand where you're and, coming from. And, and seasons one and two of Arrow, I can relate to it. I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, you're this, not, you know what, Reddy? I don't disagree with uh, it's. 
you're you are expressing a personal taste and and you're always saying that and i totally respect that and that's why i can't argue with it because you're not saying that breaking bad was not well made you're not you're saying that personally you can get it's like it's similar to me when i tell people to watch sons of anarchy and people I, I have some people watch it and they tell me that was the most violent predatory chauvinist <laughs> machismo bullshit i've ever seen how could you ever watch that show and then i had other people tell me this show's so stupid it so, makes no let, sense it's so terrible. let me tell you it's about let me, yeah. let me tell you about something and, and I'm like it's shakespeare i love it, it. Can I give you? Can I make you laugh about Sons of Sons of Anarchy? I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy until I don't know how many years after. It was like two it years ago out. you watched it. Oh, and DJ, I think you to, you told me about. It. You were like, "Yo, watch this shit," and I was like, "Man, fuck that!" I was like, "I don't want to watch this shit." <laughs> I watched that shit and I binge watched the whole shit. That shit was great. So good. It's so it good. was fucking great. We're out of through this world. Oh, but, it was, no. but you also know what? I could get into it. Listen, yes, they thought a I motherfucker was snitching. Go clip his ass. Yeah, I see. And I, you know they, what, dude? With Breaking Bad, with Breaking Bad for me, I, I understand where you're coming from. The thing that always connected me to Breaking Bad, right? Um, was the human stories in it and then the filmmaking and the way that they are just a bunch of people in a fucking desert making a TV show and now making this movie. It it's so, it's so pure. Exactly. The thing we were talking about with Scorsese, it's like auteur driven television and it's brilliant to me. That's the thing that sucked me in was after the, the cool idea of the story of the premise. Once I got into the, the cinematography, I, 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 I got sucked in. Like I could stare at the pizza on the roof for another 10 minutes. Like it, the slow shots, the slow pans, the sometimes the single follows, and the single cam oh, shots. God. Like, it's just, there's so many things that that's what attracted me to Breaking yeah, Bad yeah. and kept me involved. Like, and if you watch Better, Better Call Saul, is really the culmination of that. I mean, there's some episodes, like, I mean, there's one episode where it's silent for, I think, 15 minutes. Um, right. See, a scene and, with and, Mike. Uh, and the thing with my attention span, for listeners who, who don't know, I'm bringing a little bit deeper. I work from 8 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock at night. So I'm a person where I don't have time for bullshit. So as soon as I think it's yeah. some bullshit, you're off. I'm out. Now, yeah. I, I, now you're talking to a person. I, I'm a gamer. I love video games. Okay? Mm-hmm. I love video games. That's just me. What's your favorite now, game? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what's my favorite game or what's my favorite game to play because there's different what is your favorite game to play right now? Okay. Before I answer that question, <laughs> let me just tell you. I need something that I can drop into and play immediately yeah. and not have to deal with a bunch of cutscenes. Now, my favorite games in history, Uncharted 2. Love it. I, I, and, and the Uncharted series in general. Uncharted yes. 2. That's my kind of game, brother. The storyline is great. 
The the cutscenes are great. The 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 gameplay, the action, open but not too open. Right. Um, God of War, I think, was great. I I love the series. God of War three, particularly, and the new God of War for, for PlayStation two. One and two are like hack and slash, but they were awesome for hack and yeah. slashes. You know what I mean? The open but, to that is amazing. Yes, With the kid. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole game, great. Now. Like I said, I work 8 to 11. For me to get in the house, turn my system on, and have to watch seven minutes, eight minutes of cut screen scenes, play a little bit, listen, I can't really do it like I used to. And you're telling me I have over 200 PlayStation 2 games. I have over 200 PlayStation 3 games. I'm looking at like uh, a good 60 PlayStation 4 games. So you're talking to a gamer. Yeah. I like first-person shooters. We should do a show I, about gaming. I, I, I like. We could do that. I like first-person shooters. So my first, my favorite game to play right now is Call of Duty. And the only reason why it's my favorite game to play is because by the time I press my PS button and the game turns on, yeah. I could be in-game playing, yeah, playing within 60 seconds because it just starts. Yeah, Boop, goes I see to the, lobby. the appeal of that. I don't like those games as much because I love more what you're talking about, like the Uncharted, where you're on an adventure. Yeah, and another game that's great that you would like, um, oh my goodness, what's the name of it? Um, Give me two seconds, because I'm actually in my room with my games, and I have to find the name of it. (laughs) See, I'm a big Switch player. Once we got the Switch, I got really into it. Yeah, Reddy has the Switch. I I told him your little... Little Joy-Con uh, experience yesterday. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't got up. I didn't rip my my earphones out. I can't even hear y'all. Y'all probably live, laughing at me baby. right now. Live on this another week. Making so much noise. The name of the game is called Until Dawn. Yes, I played through that. That was a lot of fun. Until that game yep. is insane. It made the, it, the same company is coming out, or they just came out with another another. It's a different title, but it's like the similar yeah. gameplay and everything. I heard about it. I forgot the name. Yeah, that was fun because it was like this, a story. See, you're like me. I like. And, I understand. You get right and, into it. And, yeah. and the plot twist was crazy on that. If you remember it. Yes, I do. It was because you fun. thought for D, DJ. I'm not sure if you know this game. You think that this game. You think it there. It's a slasher. It's like a slasher movie. Yeah, they it's like a like, movie that you play. It's kind it's, of like it, a movie that, like the Walking it, Dead it, games. Yeah. It's a little bit like the Telltale games. Yeah, okay. It, you 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 play it, and it, you can change the storyline in it depending yeah. on the the actions you make with. And Rami Malek is the lead. And ah, uh, that's cool. There's like five characters or six different characters that you play at, and they switch you as the character. But you think it's a goddamn slasher? They made like an eighty slasher. It, it seems like you think there's a dude in the woods killing motherfuckers, but the plot twist that you don't that you don't see. And what's why I'm so happy is I didn't read shit about this game. DJ will tell you when I, there's a movie I want to watch, I won't watch the trailer. You send it to me, I'm deleting it because I don't want to see no trailers because I know I'm gonna go see the movie because I want to see it. I don't want nothing ruined at all. And now they're good with it. They make you think one thing and it's something different. I don't want to be tricky either. Fuck that. So. You think this is a slasher movie. They show you a dude in the woods. People are dying. It's really fucking like a creature. A bunch of creatures in the woods that are fucking 
clipping these dudes off. That that's killing these camp counselors or whatever they were in the woods. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's fun. Yeah, and and it's not like it's not like fast. You run around and you shoot guns. It's not like that. It might sound like that. What I'm saying is it's not like that. It's like a little jit movie. There's a scene that comes up. You gotta move your character here. There you want. It's crazy. It's good. Um, they had a game like that for for PlayStation Three. I can't remember the name of it. Where you were a detective though. Um, I know it's called. It's called something Rain. Yeah, uh, Hard Rain. Hard Rain. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. It's it's gameplay like Heavy Rain. Yeah, but it's awesome. Cool, interesting. But anyway, I can see what you were saying about um, to get back to Breaking Bad because I know we don't have too much time left. But I can see what you're saying, Ready. Um, I, on the other hand, and I think DJ, we just watched this movie last night, and I thought that this film was absolutely amazing. And I just quickly, my thought would be. Better Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul are so unique because even the film style changed. And when they did Better Call Saul, they do a different, a little bit of different film style when they're with Saul than when they're with Mike. And so they've kind of developed their own language. And with El Camino, even the way it's directed and shot is very different. There's some hints in the beginning to Breaking Bad, um, but then it really kind of becomes its own thing. And it's just so much about, it really should just be called Jesse's Story. It reminded me of a 70s movie. Oh, it was just brilliant. What, man. So what, suspenseful. What is El Camino about? Give me a breakdown. Cause it I takes place the second after Breaking Bad ends. As soon as oh, the, as okay. soon as the gun the gunfire stops and and, and the he's dust dropping settles. off in the car. The same way we last saw him, we pick mm-hmm. up exactly there. So did he die? Well, we don't. Well, should, well, we should say. Well, I don't know, <laughs> DJ. Do we want to spoil? Okay. Well, well, he, he well, didn't me, die at the end of Breaking Bad because obviously the story progresses. Yeah, we're spoiling Breaking Bad, if, but we won't spoil. I can't spoil say he El dies Camino. in El Camino. Yeah. But what what transpires in El Camino is basically straight paranoia, psychosis, uh, and 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 still trauma. Tra- crazy trauma. So Walter White is in El Camino. What he got out of? Well, he's in certain scenes, maybe okay. as as flashbacks or in the I, news, because you I, remember what happened to him at the end. Right. I, re- I, I just remember also when it came out because I used to discuss this with people at work, and I had always said this from that episode. I said, "Yo, he might not be dead." To me. They just showed his ass laying down. He was fucked up. He got shot. But I'm like, he ain't, he might live. Like, I don't know. And I don't, I didn't watch El Camino, so I have no nothing about it. You um, want us to tell you? Yeah, you can tell me. Ain't gonna, okay, ain't okay. Gonna so me. spoilers if Walter White is alive or dead in three, two, one. He's dead. Oh, okay. But that's according to the news. Yeah, yeah good it, point, DJ. Oh, El Camino. shit. And the police can always be misleading yes. with oh, what they put see, in the See, this is what, I mean, I don't, you know, we're going to do... They um, never write themselves in a corner. Yeah, you're right, DJ. You're Oh, that's smart, dude. You see, I'm so tired. I forgot you're right that that's how it was confirmed. Absolutely right. We're going to try to get um, 
uh, Heath and Alex, we've talked about it already. And I think we're actually going to do it old school talk shoe style because we're having a little technological issues. Uh, but we're going to get together and talk about El Camino deeper and do a whole spoiler review of it. Um, but without spoiling anything ready, I would say that um, if that was your take on Breaking Bad, this is really it, it might have a you might say some of the similar things about this and what Jesse chooses to do um, and how realistic you might think it is in his I, situation. Um yeah. I, well, I, hate, like I, I hate Jesse, but one thing I will then, say... Then you might not be into this, because this mm-hmm. this movie had me crying three freaking seconds into oh, wait, it because this of what is, those is, Nazis this is, did to him. Like, this, wait, this, is, is, this is a movie? Or is it a, a, no, a two-hour movie. movie. It's a two-hour movie. Oh, I thought it was a TV show. All right, no, well, no, listen, no, maybe I'll watch it. Listen, watch I, it. Watch I, I think you'll like it. It's on Netflix or it's like in theaters? Netflix. If you didn't see Breaking Bad, right... And, and you watch no reason it. to watch this. But well, I don't know because at the end of in the beginning they show like a synopsis of what That's led true. up to the story. If you didn't watch Breaking Bad, you could almost watch this as a standalone of you know just a, a guy's a guy's story yeah. of what happens to him after some kind of crazy incident. That's you know what the- you're right about that. That's it's, you know, I, I guess it's because I love Breaking Bad so much. I would never want to tell someone not to watch Breaking Bad because they have enough flashbacks yeah, of pertinent information do. that would yeah. prolong his that 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 show his progression in this yeah. El Camino movie. You're right, and that's why you're. It's a great point, DJ, and that's why it is so much his story because of all the flashbacks, because of all the callbacks. The callback. It's unlike, like, say, the Veronica Mars movie, which was full of a lot of kind of fan callbacks that did not service the plot really at all, even even emotionally. This, they all serve. You're absolutely right. They fill in the story, but they also really serve the emotional story like so for each scene he's in in the present the flashback not only has an emotional resonance but it has a plot driven resonance to the decisions that he's making in that scene so and that's the brilliance of everything they do on breaking bad they always cover all the bases i just was really blown away um, my, I guess the last thing I'd have to say about the movie, just for those who have seen it, and we'll do the further review later, but the filmmaking was so subtle. There's a couple crazy Breaking Bad shots, you know, camera stuck here, but generally speaking, much more like when Saul is on, um, or Jimmy is on Better Call Saul than like when, um, in during Breaking Bad or when Mike is on Better Call Saul. So it, it, it really is a more emotional camera. It, didn't, say, they kill, didn't they kill Mike in Breaking Bad? Spoilers for Breaking Bad. He yes. did die, right? <laughs> yes. And that, that, Walter and I, killed hard. him. Yeah, Walter killed him. That pissed me off because I, I like Mike. <laughs> Mike's the best. That's what well, the, He's one still of the, alive on Better Call Saul. He's one of the best yeah, yeah, on I, TV. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I seen him on Better Call Saul. All right, well, listen, guys, I have to say I'm going to have to take myself out because I got to go attend to the old child. Yeah, no, this is about the, the time we're going to wrap it up anyway. So this has been a, a fantastic conversation. Thank you for coming on with us, Axel. Oh, uh, God, man, really, this is really, awesome. 
Great yeah, we gotta about. we gotta talk about in the shadow of the moon um, next time. So that gives us an excuse to link okay. back up. And Brett has more feedback because I really want and and people out there go watch the film. It's a fun film, but I also I think it's interesting the way they deal with the time travel aspects. And I want to talk about that. But thank you guys for having me on. You are all awesome, both of you, all of you, everyone who listens to another week. Ready, it's been really a joy to chat with you. I was saying this to DJ, you know, this year the DVR Podcast Network has had a lot of luck. I, I Jenny, I said, Jenny, let's do a podcast. I never podcasted with Jenny before, and she's like the best podcaster ever. I go on this Facebook page for The Bachelor. I meet this girl, Sarah. Let's do a podcast. She's amazing. Again, best podcast ever. I do a podcast with John. Andy comes on and does an Emmys preview with me. He's amazing. Then DJ's like, hey, I got a friend ready. I'm like, okay, let's do it. You, I listened to the first podcast. I said, how many has, has already been podcasting for like 20 years already or something? This guy's amazing. So I'm just super happy that you are putting in the time to the podcast, man, and that you're a part of the crew. I've really been enjoying all the shows. I'm listening. I love you guys. I'm especially happy that, DJ, you're doing a show every week, finding your niche, doing your thing. Another week. I love it. That's what I got to say. Peace. Okay, girls, I can't have that. Hold on. Oh, it's ready.